Hey guys, it's Matt from the Valkyrie cast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the Justice League. We do have a few news points, but we're going to go through them really quickly, so we're not going to put a time code in the description. Also, as a disclaimer, uh, while we were recording this episode, we were testing out some streaming things for our live episode coming up. So if the quality is a little worse than normal here or there, it's because we're tweaking some things, um, trying to get everything good. So don't be surprised if you hear something really random. But overall, everything worked out pretty well, so just thought I'd give you a little bit. Without anything else, let's get into the episode. Welcome everybody to episode 24 of the Valkyrie Cast, a podcast about movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Matt. Joining me, as always, are your wonderful co-hosts. First off, we have Drew. Hello, everyone. And our other wonderful co-host, Tommy. Today we are talking about a very special movie, a movie that's special in my heart. It's called The Justice League. But before we get to The Justice League, Drew's got some news points that he wants to tackle. So, Drew, hit us up with those news points. Hey, so we're going to go through this real quick, but a few news points for all you guys this week. Um, if you've been living under a rock as far as video game culture goes, you may not know that uh, EA's Battlefront 2 came out, Star Wars game, and Reddit attacked it. And, uh, I mean, the most downloaded comment in history, I think it got locked at like negative 450,000 downloads. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but but the basic news is that we've been talking about this a little bit on the podcast last few weeks. There's been some concerns about the grind. It ends up that a lot of that was true. A lot of it was uh, pay to win, even though you've been spending 60, 80 bucks on a game. Um, and it is blown up to the degree that, uh, I mean, I read an article from CNBC today. Uh, CNN picked this up. I mean, people who never cover video game stuff have been covering this news because EA stock prices have started plummeting. Um, the big news about this whole thing is that EA actually temporarily took every microtransaction out of the game, uh, temporarily being the key point, um, after that they got a call from Disney because Disney can't let EA screw up Star Wars. So that's the first news point. The next one is... Uh, Animal Crossing, which is a phenomenal Nintendo game that my wife loves, and that is really a lot of fun, has a mobile app coming. This may be Nintendo's second foray into the mobile scene. Uh, actually coming this Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, Animal Crossing, I believe it's called uh, Camp, a Pocket Camp. It's like a camping thing game is coming to iOS, and I'm going to be downloading it because it's cute and awesome, and who doesn't love Animal Crossing? I've never um, played Animal Crossing, but I did play... Uh... What's that other farm simulator that was is really good? It was uh, Stardew Valley. Uh-uh, uh, older. Go back to GameCube. Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. I played Harvest yeah. Moon on the GameCube and really liked that. And I've heard a lot of good stuff about this uh, Animal yeah. Crossing one being on the phone and how it's supposed to have a lot of cool features for a phone game. So I wouldn't be surprised if this gets really big. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Animal Crossing's fun. It's a fun, no-pressure, build-your-town kind of game. The 3DS game uh, was phenomenal um, and a lot of fun, so it's really great. Um, and then the last news is that uh, there is actually a live-action Full Metal Alchemist uh, movie that just released a few uh, weeks back in Japan, and reviews of it basically say it wasn't terrible. Kotaku actually reported today that one of them saw it, um, and it takes pretty much the first arc of the story up to the uh, the Chimera thing that will make you cry and have nightmares if you've seen the series. Um, it took that first third arc, um, 
it was this movie. And uh, evidently, the special effects were really great. Um, I saw a few of the special effects, and they were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Alphonse's suit looks really cool. It's completely digital. I did see uh, that. Evi- it cool. Yeah, and, but evidently, you know, they've captured kind of in the anime, he's fighting really fast and everything else, and they were able to capture that in this live-action movie, which is probably something that was a little hard to do. But evidently, it didn't suck, which I'm kind of hoping for, because I would love Full Metal Alchemist to be a good live-action. I feel like out of any anime I know off the top of my head, if they could make one work, that would be an awesome one to do. It really has a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, please don't suck. That's all I have to say. That's your news. I saw the trailer, and it, I mean, it looks kind of like the live-action Attack on Titan trailer. Like, yeah. <laughs> something I would watch, but not something that I would pay, really want to pay money for. So, I don't know. It's just, it's it's weird to me to see, like, like okay, so there's the whole idea of, like, in Hollywood whitewashing and stuff. And, like, so the Full Metal Alchemist, you know, they're doing this in Japan, so all the characters are Japanese. But the thing about it that's always weird to me is Full Metal Alchemist is based off, like, Europe in, like, Germany in the, like, right before World War II. And so, like, all these dudes should be, like, pasty white. And so it's weird to me to see a Japanese guy with, like, a really, like, cosplay-looking Edward El- Elric wig on. And it's just kind of <laughs> odd to me. I'd, I'd still watch it, but, like... I don't know that it just makes me chuckle a little bit because like that's such a big debate in Hollywood right now and you know Japan's all the time doing these live action oh yeah anime oh, yeah. stuff and it's just funny to me be- to, to see the one anime that like that's what those characters are kind of based on is, is it's just funny to me I think the, the anime that's based on white people doesn't have white people in it yeah exactly <laughs> no I will say gosh um one of the one of the characters looked really good I can't I think it was um is it not mustang. roy but who's roy mustang roy mustang, mustang. Looked, no not mustang who's mustang's friend who's like havoc taking take cares of logistics and everything that guy looked uh, really oh, yeah. great havoc that look, he looked he looked spot on so mm-hmm. that's your news there's a lot going on mm-hmm. so is that, is that all the news we have oh that's all that news. Means it's yeah. main topic time today we are talking about the first ever live action justice league movie i've been so excited for this movie i can't put into words how excited i am for this movie and i saw it and i came out of it and i went that was awesome but a lot of people aren't gonna like that and if you've read any of the critical reviews most of the critics have been hating on it like early reviews were you know Right there in the middle, most people were giving it a good or, you know, like a 7 out of 10 at most. And then more reviews came out and it just went downhill from there. And so we're going to talk about it. I, I, you know, I'm going to put disclaimer, very beginning disclaimer. If you listen to our uh, comic book episode, you know that I am a pretty (laughs) big DC comic fan. I don't think I anyone could have told that from your voice, Matt. Like, your voice as soon as you started Justice League. No one could have ever guessed that you were a or the, super fan. Or, you know, the fact that I have a Batman blanket behind me. <laughs> or a Nightwing jacket on the back of my chair. You know, you know no one could tell that I'm a... I'm just know. glad to see you made your bed as <laughs> yeah. an adult who's not in his parents' house. Good job. Good, I ha- yeah, because yeah, I, yep. I wouldn't have <laughs> complete off-screen. Oh, yes. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just wanted to put that out there. I'm biased. I know I'm biased. I can acknowledge that bias when it comes to these characters, but I can. I I've got things I want to talk about that aren't all positive, in my opinion. So we'll get to that. 
Um, to start us off, like always, we're going to do initial thoughts. Um, obviously, my initial thoughts were I really like it. I've seen it twice already. <laughs> I You've seen it prob- twice already? I've seen it twice. I'm probably going to see it a third time just because I had a friend I saw at the theater who was like, our friend so-and-so is going to be in town next weekend, and we've got to see it with him. And I'm just like, oh, man, i got to see it again. <laughs> oh, So, yeah, yeah, I've seen it twice, enjoyed it both times. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to getting thoughts because I've been thinking about it a lot, and there's there's a lot of stuff that I really like, but there's also some stuff that I, I can see why people don't like it, and I can acknowledge that. So uh, my initial thoughts were I loved it, I really liked it. Not a perfect movie, but I did really like it. Um, Drew, what are your thoughts? Initial thoughts. So I don't think I'll go see it again. Um, I, I didn't think it was bad. Okay, so here's here's my thing. I didn't think it was good. I didn't think it was horrible. Um, oh, gosh. This so is still spoiler-free, too, by the way. Yeah, so. spoiler-free. I, I would recommend it to somebody who... who, who likes the DC universe. If you like, if you know Superman and Batman or you watch like the justice league cartoon growing up as a kid, I think it's worth going and seeing because some of that element is there. Um, but overall it was mixed. There were points I really liked in the movie. Hmm. Um, and there were points that I was really bored with. I felt like the first third wasn't terrible. Um, talking spoiler wise, I've got some bones to pick with, every part of it the first third wasn't terrible i didn't really like the second third the the last third was probably the strongest but i still have some issues with it as well you're starting to sound like me i know well i went and saw it with tommy like we went and saw it yesterday me and this is it this is the problem i didn't go with you if i went with you i could (laughs) have sure i don't know if you would have changed my mind you would have just seen me squeal at three or four points in the movie going yeah yeah well and the Point point made. Here's the deal. If you if you're a DC fan, if you're a DC combo fan, you're gonna go see this movie and you're gonna love it. Matt was talking to me before the podcast about this one phrase that this one character says evidently all the time in the comic books and in oh, cartoons yeah. and stuff like that. I had no clue about that. So for me, it came off a little cheesy in the movie, but that was like something he wanted to see like that that made his day. He told me certain friends of his like that's what made the pod, uh, the movie a success or not based off this one phrase. And I had yep. no clue about that. So if you know DC, you should go watch it. I mean, it's the first Justice League movie. I mean, that's huge in and of itself. And I so didn't I think. A, it, go ahead. I got a question because I accidentally ripped my my uh, headphones out of the port. Did you say <laughs> the phrase? <laughs> Did you actually say the phrase? What is this the phrase? phrase? No, no, I did no, not no, say no. Okay, okay. Spoiler, I didn't miss spoilers. Spoilers. We gotta save it okay. for spoilers. No. Okay. <laughs> Tommy, were you that upset about what you were saying? They went, no, I don't want to listen to this anymore. I'm no done. more. No. <laughs> yeah, I, like uh, that. It was it was enjoyable, but it is a it was a one time in theater, um, kind of thing. I'll probably buy it when it comes out. Just because I, I want to see maybe what they do extended version because I know there were different directors and there was you know some vision and some shift in that and a lot of reshoots. Um, I will say this about it: I, I was listening and reading about some stuff today, and evidently the budget for this film ended up being three hundred million dollars. And for that much money, and I know a lot of that was reshoots, but for that much money, I feel like it should have been better. That's my thought, Tommy. So I know this guy liked it. I know that guy was kind of like mediocre. Sorry, I didn't have. It's okay, Tommy. I can take it, Tommy. Hit me. I'm ready. I'm prepared. 
<laughs> Go for it, Tommy. Um, hmm. What is the most delicate way I could put this? I loved the first ten minutes of the film. Okay. And then I really loved when the titles came up because I knew it was over. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I could take it. I, okay. I gotcha. I mean, honestly, I came out of the movie and went, Tommy's not going to like this. <laughs> I fell asleep twice. Yeah. Twice. There was, I mean, never- Rebecca looked at me, like nudged me awake. I did. I did hear Tommy laugh a few times, though. <laughs> Nah, and I'll talk about that. Yeah. I'll talk yeah, about that. Because there was something. Section. There's yeah. There's, uh, I, and it's funny because the one character I thought I was going to go in hating, is the one character I truly enjoyed. Hmm. I know exactly what character you're talking about. And I'll go ahead and say, spoiler free. I yeah, like the Flash. Flash was yeah, awesome. I basically the, the Flash was a gem in this movie. He really was. He was. And mm-hmm. I am. Cannot suddenly remember his name. I'm going to pull it up real quick. It is um, Ezra Miller. Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. Thank you. I've um, not seen him in a lot, but he. I can he, remember I these guys' pretty. names. Well, he looks like Dimitri Martin to me, in a very general that. and vague sense. So yeah. I always, I was confusing with that. But Ezra, uh, I love Ezra Miller as an actor. He's hilarious to me. Um, so I enjoyed that. Uh, I loved, and I said the first ten minutes. I really felt like if the rest of the movie had kept. The style, the pacing of the first 10 minutes, because for whatever reason, the first 10 minutes actually reminded me of like 1960s Batman. Mm-hmm. Legitimate, oh, full size oh. set. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like it, everything kind of felt. I don't know. Like uh, when you watch it, an old it, Batman, it there's a feel to it. There's mm-hmm. a differentiate. It's done in a studio. You knew it was done in a studio. And there was kind of this little like embrace of limitation there yeah. whereas marvel tries to take place holistically in the world that we live in mm-hmm. and i can't disconnect from that if they acknowledge it's in a studio mm-hmm. build it in a studio make it a studio thing to me i i i give it you know i give mm-hmm. it some grace and i enjoy it a little bit more yeah. and then it just sucked it feels like it's more presence. I was I was listening to some folks who said one of their biggest gripes with the film was that it didn't feel real. Even the stuff that was real didn't feel real as a over a whole. That there was a lot of CGI usage and yeah. uh, some of it some of it worked okay, but there were a few spots and several things that did not work very okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so done yeah. with the bad guy being a hundred percent visual effects work. You know, and I, I have issue because he wasn't he wasn't in a way that you couldn't have pulled off with practical effects. Mm-hmm. Like you could have put a guy in a helmet looking like that and made him look demon ish and then force perspective or something I mean, to make him anything. look big. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, I, I didn't care for the villain. Uh but that's nothing new in superhero movies. That seems like that's a new stand like like it's sad, but like it's just in Marvel movies and in most of superhero movies, it's just not good. And DC has so many good villains. Like mm-hmm. Marvel has some decent villains. I like DC's villains. I mean, Batman. One reason I love Batman is because Batman's like rogue gallery. His his super villains are so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Like I wish we could have seen that. And Darkseid and Steppenwolf and all those people from the comics. 
uh, from Apocalypse are really great characters, and it's kind of fell flat. My thing, I knew the villain was going to be the weakest part. Um, I, I went in with very low expectations for Steppenwolf. I didn't hate how they portrayed him. I just hated his design. Like the 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 voice acting was kind of interesting. I thought like his like some of the stuff he said and did was fine. It's just all he was was a big gray blob, and the only way I can justify that is that that makes him look closer to what Darkseid kind of looks like. Because in the comics, mm, Steppenwolf looks like a regular dude with a big horned helmet. So they made him look like this because Darkseid's a big... He's supposed to be related to Darkseid, and he is in the comics. But Darkseid's a big, gray, and black, scary guy. And I still stand by... Um, I think it's a missed opportunity for... I think it was a missed opportunity for DC to beat marvel to the punch by going ahead and doing dark side because dark side and thanos are kind of in marvel every character there's a uh, dc or marvel counterpart They're, that's just how it is they copy each other it's what they do and dark side is basically dc's thanos and i think it was a missed opportunity in the very first justice league movie not going all in and doing dark side and I don't agree. tell me that warner brothers doesn't have what it like does isn't afraid to do that because they did death of superman and doomsday in the last movie so yeah, i agree they played it safe with Stephen wolf by doing a random character but the fact about it is since this didn't do so well we won't see another justice league for a while they're gonna focus oh, yeah. on these individual characters before we get another justice league so we're not seeing dark side for a while and at that point a lot of people may not even care a lot of people don't might not care now and so i think I would have liked to have seen them just go all in and do Darkseid showing up and kicking some butt. but And I think that was the original plan, but you know how plans change and whatnot. But but, um, but it is sad because Darkseid's character is like the the god of fascism. And, okay. you know, it's, it's not that he wants to kill people. He wants to rule over people with an iron fist. He wants to eliminate free will i mean he's looking for the anti-life equation and we're getting into crazy comics but he's looking he he's a master at manipulating people to follow him and devote him and die for him mm-hmm. uh, in a and but he's looking for a way to take free will away from that all mm-hmm. and that's a lot more interesting than thanos just wanting to kill a bunch of people in my opinion and that speaks I to so a too. lot that's going on in 2017 right now like what a missed opportunity because, like, in the comics, parademons aren't, like, monster- men that have been turned into monsters. They're, like, people from Apocalypse who serve him, who mm-hmm. follow him, who believe wholeheartedly that killing in the name of Darkseid is the good and great thing, that falling granny goodness and all this other thing is the way to go. And um, newer I don't comics, know. In the newer comics, it's it's also they literally kidnap people from planets and m- mutate them into parademons. So... Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I, so I don't, I don't know. I just I feel like that was a missed opportunity. I agree because yeah. Darkseid is a really fascinating character, uh, and Steppenwolf mm-hmm. probably could have been man. done better. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's man. So let's get into. We're gonna let's go ahead and uh, just put a spoiler warning and let's get diving into some of the the, the meat of the movie. Um, so this is your spoiler warning. Uh, get ready because we're gonna spoil it all. Um, to spoiler start day. off, to start off with. Let's uh, let's just talk about the characters because I and and to help to help y'all understand why I like this movie so much. I went into this movie with wanting one thing, and that is the characters to be done right, or if they're gonna be do something a little different, done well. 
And if there's one thing that was good in this movie, in my opinion, is I really liked all of the Justice League characters. They either were how I wanted them to be portrayed or they were done something differently where I thought it was at least interesting to at the point at the end of the movie, I was like, I'm looking forward to seeing each of these characters. Um, One in particular, I was a little hesitant about. I was actually impressed and thought it was more interesting. But um, let's talk about the characters. So let's just start with... um, Let's start with Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman movie was really I successful. Hated, and hated Wonder Woman. So you didn't like Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman? Please like explain. Because so, it was obvious that they pushed have her you more seen Wonder Woman? because of the Wonder I didn't, Woman I didn't movie. watch the movie. Uh-huh. And I'll be honest, when at the opening of the bank robber scene where Wonder Woman is first introduced, I literally said to myself, maybe I should go back and watch Wonder Woman. And then when they started flashing to the amazonians or amazon women or Mm. whatever uh i literally went hmm i don't care i really don't like it 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 was the shift of like nope nope uh this sucks i don't give a crap anymore i i i I gave a crap for two minutes and already i'm disappointed and okay i I think i think you should watch wonder woman tommy i think it's it's probably the strongest DC. It's it's probably my favorite superhero movie that's come out this year. See, but I haven't watched a DC movie. Justice League is the first DC movie I've watched since Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Oh wow, yeah. Well, I'll say this: the Themyscira era stuff did seem a little weird in this movie. Um, I thought the the whole action set piece of them moving the box. I know it's a little off topic. I'm sorry. You just made me no, think about that. No. That was really interesting. Um, yeah, kind of pointless. But but kind of interesting. See, that uh, was I I thought that the stuff the the whole sequences on Themyscira were some of the I, I thir- really enjoyed that whole sequence uh, with with the introduction of Steppenwolf was whatever. But the whole just like trying your best their best to do what they can to get it away from him and just failing miserably at it and just the just seeing how because skilled they had these bows and arrows. yeah probably but seeing how skilled they were and how just like nothing helped. my my favorite part and you might y'all might hate this but the part where the chick picks up the one arrow and ties the rope and is able to get it off before she dies was like i was just like oh my gosh that was so cool but yeah, like that, that was cool i thought that was I, cool. I enjoyed that whole sequence but i i have to disagree with you tommy i thought wonder woman was awesome um i saw the movie really liked it and it was obvious to me that the success of Wonder Woman made them push her into a bigger role in this one because she took front stage and all the battles. I thought all her fight sequences were good. Her character stayed the same. It was pretty much the same character. They didn't do anything weird with her. Um, for the most part, they kept her modest. There was one shot specifically that uh, yep. my girlfriend pointed out. She said there was, I love how they kept, you know, kept Wonder Woman modest for the most part. But she said, there's one scene that really bothered me. And without her prompting, I said, was it the scene where she, they all jump out of the helicarrier? <laughs> yep. And he said, yep, I she said, yep. I said, yeah, it was a little low and it's it, her butt showed a little bit longer. Oh, I saw it, butt cheek. It should have. Yeah. Yep. And so, and she even pointed out that she didn't like it because none of the other characters besides cyborg who's got a big metal butt jumped out at that angle everybody else jumped out of at a side so why did she jump out with her butt sticking out towards the camera and stuff but besides that i thought she was cool she really cool fight scenes um it was cheesy but i thought the sequence in the beginning with the bank scene when she blocks all those bullets really quick was really cool um i could see a lot of people not liking that i thought it was awesome i was just i like, thought that, that was, was a, that was i cool. liked it i liked that 
cold opening for her. It was mm-hmm. it was nice and kind of I expected, reset the character up. I 100% expected the first sequence, and I guess it was the first bigger sequence. We had the Batman sequence first, which I do want to talk about, but that was I expected the very first sequence to be her, that bank scene, because I saw it in the trailers, and with the success of Wonder Woman, I knew they were going to be wanting to do more with her. And so I thought overall she was uh, good. Um I, I totally ship her and Batman in this universe, and I like how they did had some yeah, moments, I do like but that. it wasn't like anything like shoved down your throat. Um, the I but, like, yeah, go ahead. I like when Batman like calls her out about her dead boyfriend, and, he, <laughs> and she, she just pushes, pushes her, him, and he's just like, "Oh God!" For a brief second, he forgot how strong she was, which is kind of an un-Batman thing to do, but it was really funny and oh, yeah. kind of like, "Holy crap, bro! Why be stop being a jerk?" I just like how Flash was just like, "If she kills you, we're all vouching for her." Just just putting that out there, like we're not. That, I thought that was good, but yeah. So Wonder Woman, I like thought it was good. Don't they, you know, keep her, keep up the good work with her. They're going to make another movie, and I'm sure it'll be good. We'll see what happens. I have happens. a lot of respect um, after, like, being married for about um, almost four years now. Like, I didn't know until I got married and started, like, living with my wife, like, how long and how detailed it takes girls to get their hair looking perfect. And whoever, like, did Gal Gadot's hair on that movie, I mean, holy crap. Like, it was, like, perfect all the time. So good job, because that's probably not easy to do. I just that was like one thing I picked up on. I was like, her hair is like perfect every single time, and I know mm-hmm. that took a lot of work. So good job, hair and makeup people. Yeah. So she she was good. She had a nice small arc where you know Batman was pushing her to be the hero she should be. So like she comes out of the shadows, which she was already kind of doing towards the end. So that was kind of her story, and I thought that was fine because they really didn't need to do anything crazy with her. Um, anything else on Wonder Woman? Nope. Okay, let's talk about Batman, my favorite mm-hmm. hero. But at this, but I was a little disappointed with him in this movie. Um, the opening sequence I absolutely loved, and it just makes me so excited for Matt Reeves as Batman because if it's a detective style with that kind of style and that Gotham with Batman like that, it's gonna be awesome. And so I yep. love that. I'm with you, Tommy. That that made me super excited. Um, the things I didn't care for in comparison to the really epic Batman we got in Batman versus Superman, Batman kind of took a sidestep and like the whole movie, I felt like he was just trying his best. He was He's just geriatric kinda, Batman. Yeah, it, it did feel like old man Batman. Yeah, it and, and they maybe and maybe that's what they were trying to show because there was a line about you can't do this forever, and he was like, I can barely do it now. And I appreciated that line, but like, and I can justify it in the sense that. Batman vs. Superman, it takes about two years between Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. And Batman was literally prepping that entire time. So by the time the fight came with him and Superman, he had everything planned out. This whole movie takes place pretty quickly where he's figuring things out on his own. So I kind I like it in the sense that it is Batman in this world with all these crazy things and all these super-powered people just trying to keep up and doing an okay job. But I just I didn't like that none of his sequences really wowed me. Like, I expected the Batmobile sequence to be a lot cooler. He just had the one, like, drift shooting the things that was cool, and that was it. And then the when he jumps in the, like, um, the, night, the, the Nightcrawler thing, 
uh, he used it for like two seconds and then it got yeah, destroyed. Was, and I was just I was like, expecting that to be a lot cooler than it was. On, and it was not. So I, in that sense, I was disappointed in Batman's portrayal. Um, I still love uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. I still think this Batman is awesome and can do good. He's, he did good as a leader of a team, I think, but he just he was very underwhelming in this movie outside of that opening sequence of him just being cool but that wasn't really that was just the scene and the setting that really made that um and my one gripe big gripe about him is um i feel like wonder woman and him should have been flip-flopped in the argument about bringing superman back bruce should have been the one who was skeptical because it's batman he should be the skeptical one and wonder woman should have been the one wanting to bring it back and i get in the sense of Batman is trying to redeem himself from the last movie, but that shouldn't have changed him to the point where, like, I, I like the podcast me and Drew listened to. I like how they had mentioned this is a Batman who's been around for 20 years. He's seen some crap. Surely he's ran into Ra's al Ghul, who's been brought back from the dead. He's yeah. surely seen, like, Solomon Grundy or something. Like, he should know that this is probably a bad idea. So I would well, have liked to have seen that He had a flip-flop. freaking vision from the Flash in Batman vs. Superman. It's like, hey, you know, Lois yeah. Lane's the key. And yeah. then also this whole, like, nightmare scene where Batman go, Superman goes bad. Oh, yeah. I wonder how Superman can go bad. Maybe we bring him back from the dead. Yeah, exactly. So that was my, I still love Batman. I still have faith in Ben Affleck. And I still hope he's not actually wanting to leave the role, uh, which is something we should talk about some other time. But, um little un- underwhelming loved seeing him loved his suit designs as always but underwhelming what are y'all thoughts tommy <laughs> you want to go first <laughs> geriatric batman i i never saw batman versus superman i you know i normally like ben affleck as an actor and i like mm-hmm. the roles that he portrays uh outside of the opening sequence i thought batman was a little lackluster and honestly if he was <sighs> If Batman was this much of a pansy in the entire Justice League movie in comparison to Superman, why was Batman versus Superman a thing? Like, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. Th- that's my issue because for all the faults of Batman versus Superman, and there's a list of them, the one thing I liked and the reason I bought it was because of Batman and because of Ben Affleck's Batman and that. Like, the, the scene with him taking down the entire like yeah. like factory of like 20 guys single-handedly in that movie is who batman is mm. the the and i'm even cool with the older a little more vicious bitter version of batman I, i'm okay with it across the board i like that i you know batman not minding killing some people i mean i, I you know i know batman doesn't want to do that but i had issue with him that he could take out like and this is not supposed to be that long after that movie mm-hmm. what happened to our batman who could take out 30 guys and when he's struggling with two parademons mm-hmm. um That's and terrible. i know that they're probably a little stronger and they can fly and everything else but it's freaking batman, it's batman. and it, it that that <laughs> i think is it almost the feels like thing. they depowered him a little bit because he was so OP in Batman vs. Superman. I mean, he beat the crap out of Superman. It's almost like they depowered him to give room for but, making the other characters look more important. Well, and I get, maybe, maybe. but See, I have an issue with that because, first off, just make your other characters better. And secondly, Batman shouldn't be, have been depowered, but I felt like, even across the board, like, 
if he's the greatest detective, why is he freaking out by, about this? If he's he, he just didn't feel like the same character in Batman vs Superman. And he didn't feel like Batman. He felt like a little bit of a pansy, like Tommy said, and that bothered me. Like that, that's the one thing that's like holding me back about this film is that even though I thought there were some awesome action scenes, even though that whole Batmobile scene at the end was really cool, um, I just felt like his whole role in this movie was to go show up people and say, Hey, we're putting a team together. And like that, that's what it felt like. Yeah. And to piggyback, I feel like, uh, everyone else's efforts were absolutely pointless, meaningless and effortless or, uh, they were not effortless as Superman's power was. He just shows up and just clears everything. Well, yeah. Saves the day. He like yeah. talking about OP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's I, use that. Let's use that as a transition to talk about Superman yeah. then. Yeah. So let you me, think... let me talk about my most hated character of this entire film and DC really? franchise. Really? I hate Superman. And wow. It pains me to say that because I used to I loved watching Christopher Reeves as Superman back in the day. I okay. still have I've got the DVDs of those old movies and i used to love them i i loved watching uh clark kent whatever that show was back in the day with small um, no it was before that it was uh the guy who does ripley's believe it or not um oh yeah i don't rem- i know what I, I don't remember what show lois and clark yeah. oh yeah it was just lois yeah, and clark yeah. i think yeah 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 um i remember watching that as a young kid uh but honestly as i'm older and i think about the idea you know, already i i hate the idea of like superheroes in general but like but Superman is the most wretched OP yeah. butthole of the universe. Yeah. See, I, I me and Tommy were talking about this after the film, and I uh, I didn't I didn't like Superman in DCEU. I didn't really care for him in Man of Steel and in Batman vs. Superman. Towards the end of this movie, I liked Superman because it felt like he was a little bit more like cheery and everything. But you're talking about you Matt a second ago, like they brought was like Superman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you you were talking a second ago about bringing Batman's power level down. Like they should that. How much more interesting would it have been if you resurrected Superman and he's not as strong? he's still gonna fight that's more interesting because that's what superman would do he would totally go fight even if it meant he was about to die if he wasn't like maybe he can't fly or so that would have made a better and why did he get to keep all his muscle mass while he's been dead like let's be honest guys i know he's alien but like it's just not fair they mentioned that his cells can't die or degenerate Oh really? I mean, yeah, he like I, that may have I, been when I was sleeping. There was a line. That's that's the <laughs> whole. So so okay, just the, there was a line where they Batman points out that like his cells can't die or degenerate or whatnot. That's the only reason they were really able to bring him back, which was kind of dumb way to bring him back. But whatever, it's comics. The way that he comes back in the comics is just as dumb. So, but here's well, here's my thought on Superman. Yeah. Because I feel like I you're to... just having to defend yourself. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I hated Superman, or didn't hate, but never liked Superman. I loved Man of Steel. I didn't really necessarily love the way he was portrayed, but I liked the Man of Steel and liked that where he could go because it was like new. He was still figuring it all out. I hated how he was portrayed in Batman vs Superman because it was just not what Superman should have been. I can justify it in Man of Steel because he was learning. What he was like at the end of this movie is what I wanted Superman. Once I realized how I actually do like the character of Superman, this is the best Superman we've seen of Henry Cavill. And I love Henry Cavill. I think he can be a great Superman if he can get good writing. And the end of this made me feel like 
this makes me feel like Superman. He's OP. He's not even trying, and he's beating the crap out of the dark side, which I was fine with. I, I thought I didn't mind that at all I, because he is. That's what he is. He, he was cheerful about it, but he put other people before the fight and before him. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, so I liked Superman. I liked it. I like this. I'm looking forward to. I hope so bad that he shows up in the Shazam movie because there's a lot of comic interactions with Shazam yeah. and Superman because they're so similar. And so I really hope that this Henry Cavill Superman shows up in the Shazam movie. But I really like Superman. I was glad he came back. The reason he came back was dumb. The fight between him and the Justice League was great. I thought that was a fun sequence and great <laughs> sequence to have, especially the, the moment when part. all three of them, he's holding off all three of the strongest members and the Flash is running and you just see his eye look at the Flash and Barry's face is like, yeah, I've never seen this before. And he just looked terrified. I love that, which also shows how young the Flash is. He's, he, ain't, he ain't interacted with the reverse Flash yet. This was his first interaction with anybody who's as fast as him. And yeah, so, side note, I was like, can't run. Like, he, all the running scenes running. of the Flash was, like, really goofy-looking running. Um, but, no, I like that scene as well. And I, I will say this. <clears throat> I did not like how they brought Superman back. Um, Whatever. I, I didn't really like the opening scene of Superman oh. with, like, the... That that and, and let's talk I, about I that. Like you, I didn't let's, like that for a few reasons. That. Okay, so a, the few reasons I didn't like that. First, the writing for that whole scene was terrible. What What do you mean the thank, S? Is thank means you, Joss Whedon. Like a Your river. amazing writing. Thank you, Joss Whedon. That was one hundred percent a Joss Whedon scene. And yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. That did that it, felt. That it felt, felt like it's the end of Avengers. Like they do like a little kid interview of what happened mm. and that like they're going through news. That's what that felt yeah. like. And I understand what they were it trying to do. It doesn't belong in this universe. Get it out of it, here. Yeah, it, it was weird. I didn't like it. I'm good and... with showing like happy go lucky Superman, but like that's not a fun way to do it. And <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because the movie starts off with this phone footage of Superman. And this was my initial thought. In, in portrait You're going mode. in portrait that's mode. That's the worst part. I, this is in my initial thought, and Tommy, you'll appreciate this. The movie started, and my first thought was, Mother of God, this is the worst decision they've ever made. They're using this terrible plot device to try to show Superman, and it's one its one of the worst of... Okay, have y'all heard about the mustache thing with Henry Cavill? Let me explain it real quick. Henry Cavill is, doing the, is the villain for Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible, which is a Paramount movie. They had to bring everybody back for reshoots, all of Joss Whedon's reshoots that he did. This was one of those scenes. They couldn't shave his mustache because Paramount wouldn't let him. They had to spend tons of money to CGI off his mustache. That shot is the worst of them his upper lip looks super freaking weird the cgi work is fine like you there doesn't look like bad the problem is if you've seen what the dude looks like before his mouth just looks funky and it was the worst and i sat there and literally went oh god they've gonna they're gonna ruin this movie like this is because this is the very first thing we see, and there's only Tommy. Two, what's, what's your thoughts on them ruining the movie? That, makes, two or that three. makes me feel so much better because I remember sitting there going, "Yeah, they like I." I, I cringed like, the second time uh, seeing it too. I, I, I had no idea scenes. what it was, mm-hmm, but that's what it is. 
And it's and the CGIing isn't bad, but because of it, his mouth just looks weird. It looks wrong, and that's what they decided to open up the first ever live action Justice League movie for. There's only like two other scenes in the movie that it's really noticeable. Uh, the very end post credit scene with the Flash, and then one other sequence I think on the farm. So the rest didn't bother me, but that's what you chose to start the movie off with. Yeah, and yeah, that was that I was, was so not happy. But then Batman showed up, and I forgot about it. Yeah, so. it would have been a lot better if they would have just went straight to Gotham. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Or, or, you know, it could have affected just some text saying the world is in mourning after the death of Superman. Um, and then showed those few clips Anything. and then Gotham. Or just go to Gotham for or, heaven's sake. Or even even what uh, me and Drew have been listening to the uh, Mr. Sunday movies, uh, the Weekly Planet podcast. And he talked about how like it's a little kid. You can make it where the kid gets nervous and the phone falls and it's looking at his chest as he's explaining. You don't have to show his face. Yeah, Do that. that was... Do something different. But yeah. Okay. Well, over. Let, me, let me last thought of Superman and oh, then we yeah. should talk last about the rest of these characters. He has freeze breath. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool, but um, I, here's the thing. I agree, and and they, Mister, uh, Mister Sunday Movie, is that who that is yeah. from the Mr. Weekly Planet podcast? Mm-hmm. He he made a statement on their podcast talking about Justice League that um, you know he 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 wants to see more of Superman in this universe at this point, but it's taken five movies to get here, and like, mm-hmm. like that shouldn't be the case, like. And, and he makes a statement. I agree with this because I've not been historically a huge Superman fan um, because I just think he's a bit too goody two shoes. It's kind of my issue with Captain America. Same thing. And I also think he's a little OP. It doesn't make him interesting. But I will say, um, Matt, you, Matt loaned me a, a run of Superman comics called American Alien, and it changed my mind a lot about Superman because it was well written and it really portrays Clark Kent growing up and not being a part of this world, but being a part of this world and that's an interesting dynamic and i like that because there's not a lot of people like that in the world and so it contrasts what reality is i so i like that but he makes a statement at the end of their podcast talking about justice league that's saying just find a good superman story and adapt it just find a good justice league story and adapt it don't try to like do all this other stuff there's some really great stuff out mm-hmm. there but and they've ruined like, they've ruined two of the best stories. They've done Death of Superman yep. and they've done The Return of Superman. The Return of Superman's awesome because Tommy, well, you were just or y'all were just talking about him not having powers in the Return of Superman comic. He comes back and he doesn't have his powers and he has to fight without his powers for a long time because his his cells are having to like uh, soak up more energy and all this other crazy stuff and but he still chooses to fight to try to protect people and that's also why he wears the black suit which i was so sad we didn't get the black superman suit because it's helping him no we got shirtless sun. superman shirtless superman yeah i don't care about because the superman. only thing we can't resurrect is a daggum five dollar walmart t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Superman gone. Okay, uh, Superman. We, yeah. we were interested in three other characters to the Justice League: the Flash, uh, Aquaman, and Cyborg. Let's so touch on is, Let's touch on Cyborg first because he's the less interesting of the three. I think <laughs> that's only okay, partially I, true. I didn't. I, I didn't like Cyborg that much in this. I didn't like his suit. I don't like the suit design. I understand it's supposed to be mother boxy and everything else. If they would have done like the very end where it shows him doing like the more traditional cyborg suit, I'd been more okay that with that. Awesome. It just yeah, it did look or awesome. Better, 
Maybe not awesome. He, he seemed like he was mopey the whole first part, and then all well, of a sudden he's like, "I'm in." And I also thought it was mopey too. If you get, I thought he was suicidal war. for the whole like first half of that film. I was like, what? he's looking out the window because he's debating jumping. Yeah. he wants to kill himself. Too bad his little rocket shoes will come on and save him. Uh, <laughs> and I also thought that it seemed like there was an arc kind of buried in there that maybe he wasn't on their side. Maybe he would turn. It feels like but, a plot point they just forgot. They just decided. Yeah, not no, to do I, it. I, yeah. that kind of bugged me a little bit. I didn't think the CGI was terrible. There were some points that I was like, that's not great. Uh, the, other points, it the wasn't too bad. The problem with the CGI is it, there were some points that it wasn't great, that it was better than the other. The problem is when you have a $300 million budget, there shouldn't be any issues with CGI that's for one issues. of your main characters. That's that's my biggest thing with Cyborg. I, I went all with, of it on the mustache removal. Yeah, for real. Why are we and all mustache of, removal? And all of the Joss Whedon uh, reshoots that can just fit so well, right? Just slide <laughs> them in the movie. They'll fit perfectly. Don't worry about it. Um, I went in with pretty low expectations for Cyborg, so I was actually pleasantly surprised in his character. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting because the character in the Teen Titans and in the comics is a little more upbeat. So I thought it was interesting that he wasn't that, that he, this was really early on and he's dealing with that and he gets, he loosens up at the end. So I like that. I'd love to see what he might be later. I don't know if I want to see a whole movie of him, but I'd be okay with him showing up in one of the movies. But, um... Besides his design that I didn't really care for, I was okay with his character. He It was more interesting than I thought. And uh, the thing, the prerequisite for a bunch of my friends, if you ever watched the Teen Titans cartoon as a kid, this is Cyborg, a about Cyborg always said booyah. That was his, that was his catchphrase. Uh-huh. And so all of us, you know, poor postmodern children that grew up watching Teen Titans, we like two of my friends walked in and said if cyborg doesn't say booyah i'm gonna say it's the worst movie ever and so they slid it in right after the uh the fight and my entire row like flipped out we were those annoying guys in the theaters and so i loved it you know it probably seemed out of place for anyone else and i'm sorry for that but i'm all i'm all for that fan service for me so that's about all I've got for Cyborg. And I was glad. I, I like at the end how it looked like his suit was modified to be uh, more traditional, smoother. Yeah. And I think that'll look better and probably be a lot easier to do for CGI. Maybe you should yeah. have done that like halfway through the movie. Hey, Maybe. quick thing for time. Why don't we go go ahead and lump Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg thoughts together? Yeah, so. that's fair. Okay, so do you Tom? want me to keep going? Oh, yeah, y'all go ahead. I'll uh, you want to let the positivity <laughs> flow for a little while, Matt? Go yeah. for it. <laughs> no, no, no. Y'all go ahead, and I'll bring up the. I'll bring it up after y'all. Uh, you know, take a dump on everything. <laughs> Just gonna scrub it clean. <laughs> yeah, scrub it clean. Tommy, you want to go first? You want me to? Uh, go ahead and take it, Drew. All right. So I didn't. I, Cyborg was probably my least favorite out of the group. I didn't think. I will say this about the team as a whole: Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman kind of shows up. But for the for the other group, Cyborg, Flash, Aquaman, Batman, Wonder Woman, um, it's I I felt like the characters were not terrible. They weren't great, but it, it wasn't bad. I I was kind of thinking that all these characters. I I really appreciate that we didn't get origin stories for the for Aquaman, the Flash, and Cyborg. I really appreciate that because that's mm. boring and nobody wants to know that. I'm intrigued by those characters. Um, I like how they hint at it some, but they don't have to waste our time on that. They just throw us in. Uh, so Cyborg was probably my least favorite. 
he seemed like mopey and suicidal but i you know and then all of a sudden he's like on the team that kind of bugged me so he's probably my least favorite the next mm-hmm. would probably be aquaman i actually liked aquaman more than i thought i was going to like aquaman i thought it was an interesting take i've already seen at least two articles on the internet where somebody was like the best decision dc and warner brothers made was making aquaman sexy um I didn't, I mean, I, you know, I just thought it was a more interesting take. For, and I thought it was funny. There was a joke running the whole, the whole thing about him talking to fish. That was kind of funny. Uh, he's just like a party boy who's happy to be there. You do talk um, to fish, right? Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I didn't think he was terrible. I, I liked that actor. So I'm, I'm glad that Hugh got in it. He seemed like he's enjoying the part. So awesome. Um, and then The Flash is probably my favorite. I, I, I was worried about The Flash because I... You know, I like The Flash, but I'm not a huge Barry Allen fan. I'm a huge Wally West fan. And this is basically Wally West, like the more comedic, joking Flash. Yeah. I like that. And I like that 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 was who this was. Um, I know he was comic relief, guys. I get it. I've heard so many people say that, that they felt like thing? they leaked it. So I didn't feel it was a bad thing at all because yeah. these movies have been criticized more so about it being a little darker. So I'm glad mm. we could get some comic relief. I laughed a lot at him. I related him. I know he was kind of our eyes into that. Well, I, I know you guys are all ready to do battle, but I've always just ran and pushed some people real fast. I like that line. I thought it was a little cheesy, ridiculous, but I can relate. I like so, that line. Yep. And, and one cool thing, that was a good Batman moment. I liked how Batman took a second and was like, listen, just save one guy. And okay. Barry's like, what What are you talking about? He's like, save one person. Get in, get out, save a person. And he's like, what then? And Batman's just like, you'll know. And then he goes on and does his own thing. I really liked that moment. It was really good. And I'll say also about Flash, I liked the CGI visual effects of the Flash a lot. I really did. Like, I liked how Love the blue he, lightning. he would just mm. disappear and, like, lightning phone as far as, like, real-time went. And I didn't mind, like, the slow-mo with the speed. I really liked the little finger touch sword to uh, Wonder Woman. That was a little che- cheesy, but I liked it. Um, cool. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on this. Tommy, go. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna swap with you a little bit. Uh, I really, obviously, I really like Barry Allen. I've already said that. Um, comic relief, it didn't bother me because it wasn't. They didn't pull the Marvel comic relief. It wasn't. It wasn't overused. It was well placed. It was well paced, and it was very humbling to the characters as a whole. Um, I hated Aquaman. Really. No, I didn't hate. I didn't hate Aquaman. I disliked Aquaman. Um, and not the actor, the character. And there's a couple things that just really bug me. Like, you're in the ocean, you're underneath the ocean, there's thousands of pounds of pressure, and you can create a bubble so you can sit there and talk. But lo and behold, a storm drain breaks open, and you can't hold back the water for anything. <laughs> well... Me. About no. that. No, no. Oh, oh. Oh. In the yes. comics, Sorry. the girl, oh, the Mara, is, who is his future wife, way. spoilers, Mara has, oh, can oh, control water. Aquaman can't control water. He can't do that stuff. He has to have the trident to do anything. So he, and supposedly, which wasn't really clear in the movie, Jason Momoa has said that that was the first time Aquaman had All I got is big Drew face. That's the case. At all, you guys so that was probably the first time stuff, he's and it is, it is not. It decided <laughs> so it was, it was going so well, is it? but I was just saying, well, okay, all right, I guess that's a good 
good ending that. point. For, uh, the first, no, that yes, moment when the cyborg on, so throws him. We were a man who is essentially a fish. Yeah, handled being thrown in the air. Cyborg, I didn't like or hate. Um, way too. Didn't well. really care it's for like him. I didn't think he added anything to him. I agree. I felt yeah. like he was a I don't know. plot point that they either forgot <laughs> about or they just Aquaman reshot and hoped we didn't pay attention. I thought it would have been really interesting if in the end, you know, he fought against, you know, his own internal uprising and he couldn't, you know, control it or whatever cliche you want to throw into there. I think they could have done more with him than they did. Uh, but I have no real affinity for or against him. I actually, I'll be honest, I've never watched Teen Titans. I, I actually didn't know who the cyborg was before this movie, so I, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. eh, take it or leave it. But okay. Barry Allen, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed the comedic relief. Um, I do wish that they would have given us, uh, if they were going to put that second end credit scene in there, I wish it would have been either them at brunch or... Brunch would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Is it my turn? Okay. Uh, Cyborg, we've already talked about. Aquaman, I thought was cool. Don't really have much to say with him. I love the scene where he was sitting on the lasso of truth and just starts spilling his heart out, and everybody's just sitting around like. That was funny. That's that good. was beautiful. That I laughed so you hard. You are I was, gorgeous. I was like, you are just. Mm. I just, and you know what? I'm young. I got crap to do. <laughs> I just, I love that whole sequence. That was wonderful. It makes me want to, excited because the Aquaman movie is the next one we're getting, and I want to see more of Atlantis because it looks cool. Um, Flash, amazing. I'm just so sad because it's his, the character's more like well, the, the yeah the character's more like Wally West, who is my favorite Flash because Wally was always more like kind of joking and uplifting and stuff. So I kind of wish they had just done Wally, but I understand why they did that. I absolutely love the scene where. The whole when they're fighting Superman and he looks that that was super cool to me and all the effects for the Flash are just super super awesome. Um, so yeah. yeah, Flash was probably my favorite. He's the most relatable. He's the character that we can latch on as the oh, audience. Oh for sure. Well, let, let me say this because I know we're running out of time here, and my my initial thoughts are this. Yes. My my, my thoughts as a whole is this: if you're a DC fan, you're gonna like this movie a lot better if Absolutely. you are just walking in and don't know. Because Matt, you've said so many things, and I I know a lot about DC, so I enjoyed. I feel like I'm kind of in the middle of the road between you guys, but like I, you saw a lot of stuff in there that I didn't even get. Mm-hmm. Um, the, my favorite thing probably in the whole movie. Uh, was they used the original like animated series score for Batman when the bat signal goes up? Yep, I love that. I did really like Tommy said at the beginning the 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 feel of Gotham and Batman and that opening scene and that scene on the rooftop. I want to see a Batman movie with that feel with that um <clears throat> I, th- that would be great. Um, so yeah, I you know I'm more interested in the DC universe than I have been in any other movie. But at the same time, I don't know where it goes or what happens after this mm-hmm. um and you know they i th- for for having such great source material i feel like they really l- could do a lot better um i don't know what it is to fix it there's a lot of things but for a 300 million dollar movie this just didn't didn't do it for me especially when i understand i mean if if they were doing it like on a bare bones budget but they were not um and I, there are things i like and there are things i didn't like but that's just kind of my faults i'd hate to have seen what it looked like before the reshoots yeah. See, I kind of almost there's some of the sh- re- obvious reshoots scenes that to me just felt a little thrown in there. 
I kind of want to. I there. There's a lot they took out of this, and some of the scenes I know they took out. I really want to see an extended edition. You know, because you can choose to watch it or not. I really want to see an extended edition because I'm a I'm a fan of Batman vs Superman, but the extended edition of that is the one I love. We rewatched it before we watched this, and I came out of it going, I really freaking like that movie. Besides some stuff with Superman and some stuff with Lex, I love that movie. Um, I know I'm in the minority of that, but yeah, I just. The extended like edition see, helps a lot with that. I would like uh, to see an extended. I would like to see an extended for this just to see a few scenes because there's a couple spots that I'm just like there was something else there for like when Steppenwolf gets the last mother box. There had to have been something else there than him just walking down, grabbing it, and leaving. I feel like there was an, a scene, an extra scene there. Um, there's a couple other when they're escaping from the fight with Steppenwolf, where the Gotham Harbor comes in and Cyborg flies off, and the scene ends there that felt weird that felt like there should have been something else there so there's these random spots that i was just like there should have been more on top of all of the scenes that we've seen in the trailer that they cut out um which some stuff they're always going to cut out but like where is the scene of aquaman jumping and just throwing the spear through two parademons that was a super cool shot that's in one of the trailers and it wasn't in the movie but, or the bombs going off in Paris. Like, yeah, there, there's a I, line in the movie about yeah. them having multiple bombs. And in the trailer, you see explosions in Paris, but mm. there's not in the movie. That seems like a nervous. I, and, and I will say that maybe that's the, the biggest issue with this movie is that too many hands in the pot. Yeah, there's not a unified vision. And listen, Zack Snyder, you know, family tragedy. I get it. There's mm. n- I hold no ill resentment against that. And, mm. you know, it's a movie at the end of the day. You need to take care of your family. But. I would have. I think it would have been better if there had only been one director. There wouldn't have been a ton of reshoots if they would have been able to have a unified vision. I mean, you guys could speak to that more than me because y'all work in that world. But you know, having multiple directors or someone having to come in and do reshoots can't help a film. I would imagine they can be good, but most of the time it's. I think With it DC, really depends. Yeah, I mean, Rogue One had a bunch of reshoots and that turned out fine. Suicide Squad did too, and it turned out not I, fine. So. I, I, I don't know if you're right about Rogue One, Matt. Like, I like that movie, but the only reason I like that movie is because the last third of it more or less, like, pulls the first two-thirds of the movie with it along. It's like, oh, we're going to make this work now. Because the first act of that movie is just all over the place. No, I don't necessarily disagree with you. It's got some good moments. A couple things I do want to touch on, because I know we're trying to wrap up that I don't want us to miss. There's a Green Lantern cameo. And that was I loved cool. every second of it because it's the perfect way of showing, yeah, the Green Lanterns are here. Here's one, but they didn't have to go, here's Hal Jordan. Here's Jon Stewart. And we get to see, and supposedly my Green Lantern, um, you know, condesseur Christian, who was on our <laughs> comic book com, he apparently that character, the, the character design actually is the character from one of the comics who was the Green Lantern of this sector <laughs> back in like the beginning of man so like that actually fit so it was cool cool to see him to see him die and the ring fly off i love that um i loved i love like i mentioned i love the scene with superman coming back and them fight having to fight him for a minute and then just being like well that didn't work but the scene when he's picks up bruce and he's holding batman and he's and then bruce is just like the world needs you and he goes but do they need you i was like so expecting bruce to just be like nah probably not 
and then he does the I well, do you I didn't bleed? like the do you bleed? I didn't like that. I love that. that. I thought that was awesome. Nah. But what I didn't like was nah, some of the, the humor. Some of the humor doesn't land for the movie, and one of them that didn't land for me was when he just throws Bruce, and we see Bruce, and he's laying on the ground. And he goes, "Yep, something's bleeding. Yep, something's definitely bleeding." I was just like, "That, that." It, I mean, haha, but that doesn't fit that character to me. So there was some humor that didn't land, but like I said, overall. I really freaking liked it. Um, the two post-credit scenes. The first one was really fun. The with the Flash and and Superman racing. I thought that was a real fun scene to throw in there. That was fun. the second one though. Oh my gosh, seeing Deathstroke. Oh, he looks so good, and I'm so excited. I don't know when he's going to be in it because he's supposed to be in Batman, but he might not be in Batman because they're doing something different. But like, I don't care about seeing Lex again. I, you know, Legion of Doom is going to be cool, but seeing Deathstroke walk up those stairs and just stand there and look out—it was amazing. Lost my mind. Never expected that to be. Deathstroke looked good, but when he took his helmet off and all that gray hair, I'm like, old man, Deathstroke. He's old. He's old in everything. I mean, the only thing he's not really been old in is the Arrow universe, but like in everything else, he's got like straight white hair always, most of the time. So, but you know, to each his own. It did seem kind of like, what was it, Johnny Depp in the end of Fantastic Beast when he becomes Grindelwald or whatnot. It did kind of look like that kind of like, let's just spray on some white stuff on the hair and we'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anything else you want to add before we give it our rating and wrap up? Don't Don't give it the rating, man. Okay. Tommy, you go first. We're going to give it our rating of either dope or nope. Do you love it or did you hate it? So, Tommy. Nope. Nope. Tommy's giving it a nope. Completely understandable. I I want everybody to love this movie, but I can understand why a lot of people don't. But it makes me sad. Okay. Drew, because you're kind of been in the middle the whole time. I'm curious what you're going to give it. nope asterisk because this should be more of a scale than one or the other i'm just saying asterisk unless you're a dc fan i okay. not i'm not even gonna say a comic book fan because if you're a marvel fan you're gonna hate this thing bob he's probably laughing like he's probably laughing at at us right I, now because, i would be uh, impressed if bob makes it through this podcast because of his burning <laughs> hatred for dc but but um, I and, and and the reason why is Batman. It wasn't Batman to me. I mean, he was he was he was okay. There were a few moments that were great, but for the most part, it just didn't feel like Batman to me. And I and and I really wish it could would have because the Batman from Batman and Superman, if he would have been in this, I feel like that would have been great. It just didn't feel like that character made it over. So sorry, Matt. I love well, you. You know what? I'm giving it a a dope because I loved it and I love the characters. <laughs> And with all its faults, the characters were the good part of the movie, and that's all I really cared about. Yeah. But I will give it an asterisk. I will give it an asterisk and say this. I am disappointed after seeing it twice and giving it some time to think. I am disappointed that this was how they executed the first ever live action Justice League movie. I agree 100% with With the characters, I'm fine. If they would have done that, you know, made Batman a little cooler. I'm even okay with the weird way they brought Superman back. Wouldn't have been a problem if they didn't kill him in the first place. But the 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 way this story shouldn't have been the first Justice League movie. If they were gonna do Parademons, do Dark Side, or do something completely different, 
but that's that's just, my biggest thing as I've thought about it that I'm disappointed because yeah. we're not get there's no way we're getting a Justice League in the next five years. Yeah, I agree. We're gonna get and just do new fifty two Justice League like the animated one they did mm-hmm. was not the greatest in the world, but it was a lot better than this. And if they would have just taken that and plugged and played, it would have been so good. Yeah. So moving forward, what they're probably gonna do is these little side characters we're gonna get shazam which will be good we're gonna get aquaman we're probably eventually gonna get a flash and we can talk about that all in another episode but there's our ratings i'm sad but hey i loved it anything else y'all want to add or are we closing out I, the only thing i'll say is we we don't really i mean aquaman's supposedly coming out next year but let's be honest yeah. they could throw a flashpoint movie in next year and reset the whole universe i feel well, like that's like well, their contingency plan. they'd have to have been filming it by now to throw it in next year but no flashpoint is happening so they could completely I mean... change everything so yeah um well that's our episode guys thanks for joining us as we talk about justice league and all this other stuff uh you can find us on all the social medias just search the valkyrie cast uh you can find us on podbean if you use android on itunes if you use apple devices please give us a rating we'd love you forever and coming up in a few weeks we're gonna have details soon we promise we're gonna do our live episode we've actually been testing it with this episode so if the quality sounds a little different that's why we're working on that we're super excited we think it's gonna be a lot of fun and we think you guys are gonna really enjoy jumping in and joining the conversation and with that that's the end of our episode thanks for joining us guys we are the valkyrie cast and we'll see you next time